Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. Welcome to another episode of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. I'm your host, Dr. Barry Pierre, your favorite board-certified internist, founder of drbarrypierre.com, as well as Pierre Medical Consulting, helping you empower yourself with better health with the number one podcast for patient advocacy, affirmation, and education. This week, we are talking about the coronavirus, more importantly, the Delta variant of the coronavirus, which is responsible for now 20% of new cases here in the United States, is responsible for the most recent surge that occurred in India that was seeing over 300,000 new cases per week and has been found in now 80 different countries worldwide. So it is definitely one of the mutations that, again, we're not shocked by mutations, but it's definitely one of the mutations that we definitely need to take note of because it can cause a problem, especially if you are still in the contingent of not being vaccinated. But even if you are vaccinated, it could still cause some issues of concern. So like always, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star review. Share this podcast out to 10 different friends. Let them know like, hey, new variant is out. You need to be aware of it. You need to be informed. And let's get ready for another episode. Today's podcast is sponsored by the Lunch and Learn Community Merchandise Store. Living out the motto, empower yourself for better health. And for the thanks of being a devoted podcast listener, I'm going to give you opportunity to save 10% off today's purchase using the coupon code EMPOWER10. Go to shop.drbarepierre.com. Use the coupon code EMPOWER10, all one word. You'll save 10% off your entire purchase. Remember, 50% of all proceeds are donated to the Five Star Scholarship Foundation, which is a nonprofit organization giving out scholarships for high school students. And today, again, we're going to give another coronavirus update. It's been a while, fortunately, uh, since we've talked about the coronavirus. But unfortunately, because of what's been kind of transpiring, I figure, you know what? Let me give my audience, let me give the Lunch and Learn community an update on what's going on. So let's talk about the coronavirus. Let's let's give us an update, especially again, if you know, I know the TV really isn't talking about it much. I know you're seeing crowds out and about now, less people are wearing masks. So let's again, let's kind of get reorganized on what is happening here in the United States and more likely worldwide. So just a quick update from a number standpoint, coronavirus cases at the time of this recording. 33.6 million total cases here in the United States with 603,000 total deaths, right? So again, you know, it's it's a very sombering fact to, to understand that, you know, we're, we're talking about a disease that isn't, isn't even two years old and that many people have been affected by, you know, such a significant uh, disease. So it's, it's when, when we fast forward, when we think about what's kind of happening now, like I want us to remember like what happened last year, right? I want us to remember the lockdowns. I want us to remember, you know, these events and everything kind of shutting down because I, I think a lot of times once you get to the other side, when it's not as drastic, you know, when it's not as scary, it, it can be easy to forget. But understand, we have 603,000 people who are not here anymore because of this virus. And this is a number that's going to continue to go up. This isn't a number that's like, even though it, the numbers aren't as bad, it, it, that, that's a tally that is still going to be added on. 
um, worldwide, 180 million total cases uh, with 3.89 million deaths, right? So again, this is a disease that has affected so many people, so many families that, you know, generations, right? I've, you've read the stories. I've heard stories. They're taking care of uh, family members where multiple family members did not make it. So generations were essentially taken away from us uh, because of this virus, right? And again, again, I'm not here to like spell doom and gloom. I just want us to like really think about like, hey, this is a virus that we still need to respect because I, what I'm seeing, especially with, you know, the way the news cycles are kind of, you know, um, you know, moving in the direction they're moving, I'm seeing kind of a, a little bit of a lack of respect for this virus that shut down the whole world. And it's essentially what it did. So, you know, what has been going on? Let's we'll talk about United States, especially when we talk about the the other side, right? The other side of the demise, which is really the introduction of vaccinations. And with the introduction of vaccinations, we have seen, you know, a, a light at the end of the tunnel, so, so to speak. So vaccinations, fully vaccinated here in the United States, um, 150 million people, about 46% uh, of the country. Those who have gotten at least one dose of uh, the vaccine, again, this is assuming that we're talking about the Pfizer and Moderna, 177 million, which is about 54%. So a total of 320 million doses of the vaccine have been given out. Again, so you you tend to hear a lot of people who are still kind of hesitant. And, you know, so uh, sometimes at this point, it's it's are they hesitant or are they just not getting it? But they're wanting to string us along as if they are it again. I've, I've said this before. The choice is up to you. Right. Good luck. If you say, you know, I'm not going to get the virus. I'm going to, you know, take my chances. I just say good luck. Right. You know, we're not here again as a physician. All we can do is educate and give you the correct information. What you do with that at the end of the day is always up to you. So if 320 million doses isn't enough for you to make an informed decision, especially for those who are like, oh, I'm going to wait. I'm waiting to see if enough people get it, then you're likely not going to get it. And you likely don't need to tell people that you're waiting for a certain number of doses, right? Um, to make this even better, right? Especially when you hear that argument like, oh, I'm waiting until enough people get it. Worldwide, again, just make sure, again, this is a worldwide issue that we're dealing with, which is a coronavirus. 797 million uh, people are fully vaccinated. 797 million with about 1.74 billion receiving at least one dose of a vaccine. So again, uh, a lot of people have gotten this vaccine. And this vaccine and the lockdowns and the social distancing and the wearing of the mask and the washing of the hands, all of the things put together have gotten us, at least here in the United States, to the point where we can take a sigh of relief where we can look and say, you know what, I, I'm ready to go back out again, where, you know, restaurants start opening up again, states are opening up, events are coming back, right? It's it's the vaccines, especially, especially, I mean, you heard the numbers here in the United States. But what's been going on and what has, has always been fearful and what we've always known, especially when we're dealing with viruses, we know that viruses mutate. It's it's a normal process of the way they do it. You know, when we think about the HIV virus, it's not one 
particular strain of HIV virus, it has mutated, which is why there's multiple different regimens. When we think about the flu virus, it's multiple different strands of the flu virus, which is why the flu vaccine you get tends to be a little bit different every single year. So it's not a surprise that now we're dealing with the coronavirus that, again, this is another virus that mutates. The concern and the problem and the fear, especially on us on the medical and public health side, is that if it mutates to something that we need to be worried about. All right. So let's talk about the Delta variant. So this is something that you may have, you know, saw on the blog post, may have saw a video posted. Like I said, it's not getting as much fanfare here in the United States, even though it should, um, as it's gotten like across the world. Uh, but it is something that we really need to be concerned about. And by we, I'm specifically talking to the people who have not been vaccinated. Now, are the people who haven't been vaccinated out the woods? No, you're not completely safe from getting it or safe from getting severely ill from it. But if you're not vaccinated, you definitely need to be worried uh, about this variant, right? And again, this is just the Delta, right? There's probably going to be some more, you know, that follow that. But like right now, let's talk about the Delta variant. Right now, currently responsible for one in five new cases here in the United States. Right now, it is the, it has been first, it was first identified in India. Um, and it was the predominant strand that caused the latest, uh, you know, outburst, the latest, you know, peak in the wave. And, and for those who may know, we, we talked about this on, you know, about a month or so ago. I'll, I'll put a, a video link up to it, um, about the sheer numbers of cases and sheer numbers, of uh, associated deaths associated with that new surge in coronavirus cases that was happening in, in India, um, you know, n- not even like four to six weeks ago. So it is known as the B.1.617.2 strain. Um, it is now known as the dominant form or the dominant strain here in, in, the, in the United, I'm not in the United Kingdom, but in the United Kingdom. Um, and the concerns, which has always been an issue, is when you have these new strains, these new mutations, what do they learn? Because viruses are smart. So when you have a new strain that says, hey, you know what? Like, like I saw what, you know, alpha and beta, knows. I saw what my first, you know, uh, a few relatives did and I'm going to do something better. So what's always been the fear and concern, especially with the coronavirus, is spreading, right? It's that's that's why it became a pandemic because uh, not only can it spread quickly, but because it can spread quickly, it doesn't get you sick quickly, right? When we we've kind of talked about that, and I'll, I'll give this a little breakdown just so you're kind of aware of why that's important. If you have a disease process that spreads quickly but kills quickly, guess what? It doesn't spread that fast. Why? Because the second a certain group gets it, like they all die off and boom, like that, this stops the spread. But when you have a disease that spreads but doesn't get people sick, right, which allows it to keep on spreading, keep on spreading. And it's not until 10 to 14 days later that you start getting sick. Guess what? Imagine again, I want you guys to think about this right now. Imagine the amount of people you have came into contact with in the past two weeks, so think about the fact that you, one person came into contact with that many people in the past two weeks. Now multiply that by the amount of people that they came into contact with in the past two weeks. Like that's how the coronavirus and most viruses, especially in the pandemic state, like spread out like wildfire. Because 
everyone gets it before they even realize they got it. Right. Which is always so fear. So we already know that the Delta variant is one of the more transmissible uh, strains of the coronavirus. Uh, also, already studies have already shown that um, not only is it more contagious, at least 50 percent more than the alpha variant. Again, alpha starts at the beginning, but we're at the Delta now. Um, but like now it's been found in 80 different countries. And so this is a concern. Right. This is a, again, just to give you the numbers. In April, early April, it only accounted for 0.1% of the new cases uh, here in the United States. By the time I'm recording this, it's up to 21%. Again, we talked about one in five, 21%. So in a month, in three months, in six months, like imagine it being 50%, 30%, 40%, 50% of the reason why you're getting the a coronavirus case. And again, I, I take care of patients in a hospital setting at long-term care facility as well as the acute care facility. And a common question I'm asking my new patients who, you know, develop the coronavirus, which is sick enough to get them in the hospital, is, hey, did you take the vaccine? And overwhelmingly, the answer is no, I did not. So even in the hospital setting, the new coronavirus cases we are seeing, which again, we do report that we're seeing less, but the new cases that we are seeing are predominantly people who said, I'm not getting that vaccine. And again, for whatever reason, right? So again, and so now you have this variant that's out here that is bound to spread. We know it's bound to spread. And now it's much more contagious and in some, you know, small populations, much more deadly than, you know, the original. Right. Which is a scary thought to think about. So if you are. So, of course, the the obvious question you want to know. Right. Especially for my my team vaccinated folks. Right. Is, hey, if I've gotten the vaccine, am I at risk for this Delta variant? Now, remember, and, and this and this is a good caveat that I want to make sure because like uh, for some reason, I, I, I still see it online happen a lot. Just because you get the vi- the vaccine does not mean you can't pick up the virus. Just remember, people who have gotten the flu shot have gotten the flu. But what happens is people who've gotten a flu shot have gotten a lesser severity of the flu versus if they would not have gotten that flu shot at all. So, yes, the same premise still occurs. Yes, you can still pick up, you know, coronavirus even after picking up the vaccine. The vaccine is not here to protect you 100% from getting the coronavirus. The vaccine is here to act as a defense mechanism that if you get the coronavirus, you don't end up seeing a person like me in a hospital. That's what the vaccine is for. So if you don't have that defense system set up, aka if you're not vaccinated, you have no defense system, which means the coronavirus is able to overtake and run you, right? Like that's, again, People, I'm, I'm seeing more and more cases in the hospital setting, and I'm only one physician, but I'm seeing more and more cases in the hospital setting that the people who end up in the hospital, who end up getting on breathing machines, who end up needing, you know, oxygen and all these other factors, right? Those people end up, uh, are not getting the vac- vaccine, right? Like that's, it just is what it is. So you have, the uh, Moderna Pfizer vaccine, which are our mRNA vaccine, studies have already shown that they are about 88% protective against symptomatic disease, um, especially if you're fully vaccinated, which is important um, because we, we talked we talked earlier about the numbers as far as amount of people here in the country who are fully vaccinated versus, you know, partially. So if you're fully vaccinated, you got about 88% good coverage from symptomatic disease process from this variant. 
Now, if you're not fully vaccinated, that number drops from 88% to 30%, right? Which is, again, if, if, if we kind of rewind, um, when we talked about the mRNA vaccines, we knew that if you got protected fully, it was about like 90, upwards of 90% protection. But if you only got one, it dropped to like 50%, which isn't bad, but it isn't in the 90s. So now you got something that because it is Delta variant being more contagious, more deadly, now that number drops to 30%, right? So yes, does the variant cause problems? You for sure it does. And again, we're talking about symptomatic disease, aka needing to see, you know, need to be put on medications. Need to, and again, I think a lot of people kind of misconstrue symptomatic disease. They think that it only means coming to see me in a hospital. That is not the case, right? Like if you're if you have to go to your doctor's office be placed on medications, be placed on steroids, be placed on antibiotics. You have had symptomatic coronavirus. Like, like that, it just is what it is. Like that's, that's what we're thinking about when we think about symptomatic disease. Now, if you're able to avoid a person like me, that is, I mean, that's the kicker, right? If you're able, if we're able to take care of it on an outpatient basis where you avoid seeing me in a hospital, amazing. Right. You don't want to see me in the hospital. I tell people all the time, my goal is that I can prevent all of these related diseases. So, you know, the hospital goes broken. They never have. And I have no work. Right. Because everyone's healthy and they're being taken care of by their primary care uh, physicians. Right. So that's always my goal. If you. Um, and, and so we talked about the mRNA vaccines. So the viral vector vaccines, that's our AstraZeneca. Um, that's our Johnson and Johnson protection. And that, those are the one type one doses. Uh, 60% is the efficacy rate, right? So 60% efficacy if you did not get um, if you gotten the the uh, vector uh, vaccines, which are uh, viral vector vaccines, which is Johnson, Johnson, AstraZeneca. Right. So still the protection is still there. So that's why, again, and I think it's important, right? Because, you know, when you, you look out, right, you look outside and, you know, you, you, you see that, you know, outside's opening up again, right? And again, I was, in fact, I, I just went, uh, you know, on a quick little family vacation. I was out in Orlando. I'm in, I'm in Florida, right? So I was out in Orlando, right? You know, no one's wearing masks, right? I was in university. So I, I'm protected. So I didn't wear a mask because that's what the point of getting the vaccine is for. But the whole time I'm there, I'm like, again, and I think it's just a physician in me. I, I'm, I'm pondering and I'm asking, like, how are people who aren't vaccinated? How are they walking around? Right. I, I'm on. That's an honest question I have. Right. Again, if, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you know, hit hit me up in the comics, uh, you know, shoot me up a, a DM or something somewhere wherever you see uh, this message. Right. Because I want to know if you're not vaccinated, how are you confidently walking around? Right. Knowing that this virus is still here, hasn't gone anywhere. Right. It's and now you have this another strain because we're going to keep having these strains. You're having another strain that, you know, makes you much more susceptible than it did even on the original. Like even worse than the original, this strain is much worse in being be able to transmit it. And again, that's and that's the concern. I am because I'm vaccinated. I know that I can see a patient who is vaccinated, uh, who's not vaccinated, or a patient who has coronavirus, symptomatic coronavirus. They can, let's say, I'm not protecting myself. I'm, you know, I'm acting crazy, and they can give it to me. But because I'm protected, I have again, you know, let's say the Delta virus. I have an 88 percent chance that I don't even become symptomatic from it. But guess what? I can go to you, right? I can go to your house, right? I can go to a restaurant that you happen to be in. Right. I can go to Universal Studios and ride the same rides that you're in and, and you're just 
you're just breathing it in and there's no protection for you. Right. So I, I really, truly, truly like I do wonder. Right. Like that's that's that was a thought that was kind of racing through my head. I'm like, I wonder how people are, are doing this. Right. Because, again, this this isn't this isn't a, a, a this isn't like a virus that like even though, again, the flu kills a lot of people. It does it now. And we've talked about, you know, why why coronavirus has played such a significant factor in dropping our flu numbers like significantly. But like if you don't have that protection, like I, I, I just don't understand it. Like it's you know, I, I, I it's, it's almost akin to. If, if you're having unprotected sex. Right. Unprotected sex, there's a risk of STDs. Right. And you know that all you need to do is wear a condom to avoid the STDs. But you're like, no, I'm okay, And you're okay risking. Right. Getting HIV or any other STDs. Right. Like that's how I like I that's how I picture it. Right. Again, you know, comment, comment, you know, uh, wherever you you hear or see this, if, if you think I'm wrong or crazy. But like that's how I'm seeing it. Like. You know, you're just walking around with no protection. And, and yeah, we've said this before. If you don't want to get the vaccine, cool. But you should be the first person who keeps a mask on everywhere you go. Or you're just not going anywhere. Like, it just is what it is. Like, that's just the reality. Because the, it's not like the coronavirus is going to disappear. And you're not going to have to worry about it. This is this is a virus that's going to be here to stay. Right. This is a virus that, you know, we are going to be having just like we take flu vaccines on an annual basis. I'm not sure what the, you know, the time frame is going to be, but we're going to have to take boosters for this coronavirus vaccine. Right. Like it just it's just going to happen. Right. And I am going to be the first in line to take them. Right. Because when you got a Delta variant and an alpha and a beta and when you have all of these variants that are out here that are going to continue to be out here, that are going to continue to grow like I want to be the reason why they don't spread out. Right. Like I want to be the reason why my family members don't get it. Right. That's I think that's just, you know, that's me. Right. Like that's and that's and that's why I wanted to again just kind of give us that update on the coronavirus. I wanted to let y'all know like, hey, it has not gone anywhere. You know, even even though if you may you may start seeing, you know, people like me and other, you know, educators, health educators online, even though we may talk about it less, it's not that we're not paying attention to it. Right. We just understand that, like, eventually we have to, like, you know, move on. Right. So we have to move on and talk about other medical related things. Right. Because like I said before, it's not like, you know, the the other health related issues went away. It was just a simple fact that, like, all right, this is what we're dealing with for now. Right. And this is what, you know. Prostate cancer is still here. Blood pressure is still here. You know, men's health month still here. Women's health month is coming. Like all these, like other medical diseases are still here and present. And we, we have to be very, you know, uh, weary, right? That, you know, that something like coronavirus doesn't get downplayed to the point where you guys think like it's not happening or it's like completely gone or like, all right, guys, nothing to worry about. Like that's definitely not the case here. So, you know, again, that's, you know, that's my spiel. That's my update on the coronavirus. Delta variant still here. Be on the lookout for it. Again, at, at the time of this recording here in the United States, it's, it's, it accounts for about 20% of, you know, our new cases. You know, you know, if you catch this video next month, if you catch, if you listen to this, you know, podcast uh, next month, it's likely going to be higher. 
right? Like it, it just is what it is. So just protect yourself, you know, wear your mask, wash your hands. If you're not vaccinated, like social distance, if you are vaccinated, um, you know, still, you know, just be diligent, right? And, you know, be, be cautious uh, because again, you know, these variants are still here and, you know, we still need to, you know, be weary of them. I'm your truly Dr. Barry Pierre. I'm going to see you guys next week. Thank you for coming to the end of the episode. It is your truly Dr. Barry Pierre. I want to give my undying thanks to you for your support just getting to the end of the episode means that you at least enjoyed today's episode hope you were empowered by today's episode please remember to share this episode with at least two people that you know that would be greatly affected if they did not listen to today's episode and if you have not already done so subscribe to the podcast leave us a five-star review especially on apple Podcasts or wherever you can leave a review leave a review there because your support is so, 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 so valuable for what we're doing here on the Lynch Learn and everything with Pierre Michael Consulting. And if you have not done so, go ahead and join the listserv. To join the listserv is very easy. Just grab your phone right now. I'll pause. Join the listserv. You want to text Lunch Learn Pod. This is all going to be one word Lunch Learn Pod to 44222 and you'll be on the listserv you'll know exactly when new episodes are coming out you'll know about new episodes before they actually come out because i usually tell my listserv members hey this is what i'm working on this are the guests that you should expect to hear for the week on thanks guys you have a blessed day and i'm gonna see you guys next week